Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Wednesday, a date which will live in infamy, February 1st, Max. Oh yeah, this is uh, when's Groundhog's Day? It's what, the second or third or something like that? Tomorrow. It's tomorrow? Tomorrow. Right, yeah. So uh, does Tom Brady just pop out of his fucking uh, hole to see if the shadow's there and if, if, if he's going to get a bunch of money to come back once again? Is, is, that, is that how it's going to work? Uh, because apparently Tom Brady retired uh, again. I feel like we had this episode already. Can we just can we just go back to all the fucking cocksucking we did on Tom Brady the last time he retired and how great he was and blah, 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 because I, I don't want to fucking spew that shit again. So just listen to that episode about all the fucking great things we said about Tom Brady the first time he retired. And hopefully he stays the fuck retired because you know what? He should stay the fuck retired. Completely agree. Um, yeah. His legacy cemented. Right. They, they, there's not there's what are you going to say about the guy? He's going to be the goat as much as I painfully hate to admit it because I want Joe Montana to be the goat. But Tom Brady, his legacy cemented. There's really nothing else. Listen, I think with all the coaching news from yesterday, I don't even want to talk about Tom Brady. This, Yeah, he retired. I think the question now is what does Tampa Bay do for a quarterback? That, that's where I'm at. I'm Tom Brady retired. Great. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Let's move on. Yeah, well, and uh, what do they do with the coaching staff? They put a, <laughs> because of Tom. Well, they, already, they got a defensive coordinator. Already, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they already fired the offensive coordinator too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They got it's, it's gonna be a tough situation in Tampa Bay now. Sorry, all you fans that have been Tampa Bay fans for about what three years now. Now, listen, I disagree. I disagree about Tampa Bay because now at least they can go on and get a a quarterback who can move right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look look at the available quarterbacks now we're talking about. I mean, uh, certainly they have to be a uh, only a slight downgrade from Tom Brady, right? I mean, Derek Carr is only a slight downgrade from Tom Brady in this past year. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is only a slight downgrade from Tom Brady in this past year, right? So, I mean, you know. <laughs> See what I did there, right? Uh, listen, I mean, Tampa Bay's in trouble. <laughs> I mean, you know, they, they they built this whole fucking team around Zon Brady, and now they got to fucking figure out what they're going to do. Unless they get Lamar Jackson, right? Unless Lamar Jackson becomes available. I just, I don't see a situation where this team can uh, quickly rebound. Now, they're, they're fortunate that the uh, the NFC South is, is pretty shitty, but, you know, bringing in... Um, Frank Reich to run the Carolina Panthers. Uh, maybe they have some optimism or some hope there that that could kind of push them up. Uh, New Orleans, I don't know what the fuck New Orleans is doing. Fucking Andy Dalton was their quarterback last year. I don't think he's going to be the quarterback of the future. Uh, and and the, the fucking Falcons look like fucking dog shit. So I mean, maybe maybe Tampa Bay doesn't fall off the face of the earth. But but okay, let's let's talk about Tom Brady here, right? Um, he should have just re- stayed retired last time, and I really feel he didn't uh re- re- stay retired last time for two reasons and and part of its ego that someone broke the story before he could because what did he do this time he just went right on for what is it instagram or whatever the twitter. fucking twitter twitter yeah. uh, whatever he fucking would say social media is like hey i'm retiring he did it on his own fucking terms no one fucking did it behind his back so it was an ego fucking thing last time and i also think it was just kind of like I think the issues with Giselle were already happening. I think the divorce was clearly writing on the wall. And that was like a big fuck you to her was like, well, you know, you can't tell me what to do. I'm just going to fucking play football. So I I feel like the circumstances were different last time. But I genuinely believe he wanted to retire and stay retired the last time. And, you know, he kind of limped along this fucking season, you know, because uh, uh, of spite almost. And disagree. I I really do feel like. The marriage was probably already done, and if it was one of those situations like you're 
Giselle saying you're retiring or we're getting divorced. He was like, well, fuck it. If you if you're going to make such a bold statement like that, we're probably already divorced. So fuck it. I'm going to play another year. I, I could buy that scenario. I could also agree he probably should have retired. Um, but I'm not going to say that Tampa Bay built this team for Tom Brady. This to- this team was already there. Jameis Winston had Mike Evans. He had uh, all these weapons. They didn't have Leonard Fournette, and they didn't have Julio Jones. Big fucking deal. But th- these weapons, for the most part, were there. Um, but now with Todd Bowles as the head coach, no Byron Leftwich, um, not sure what they're doing at defensive coordinator. Ah, there's a lot of questions. And I, it, Kyle Trask, I don't think they even gave this kid a shot. And I don't know if he's going to get a shot. So I, Tampa Bay, man, lots of questions here. Yeah. How do you how do you think it feels to be Josh McDaniels this morning? <laughs> I'm sure he feels <laughs> terrible. <laughs> now he's got to figure out what the fuck he's going to do. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Well, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Ugh. That coach paired with that fucking knucklehead would be amazing, and it's got to happen, uh, right? I, I mean, listen, they, they they did it together before, right? Jimmy Jimmy G was was the the quarterback on New England when when McDaniel's was there, so and they got rid of him. Well, Bill, uh, well, Tom got rid of him. Bill wanted to keep him. You remember? I remember that was the rumor, but that, they said yeah. the same thing about Jacoby Brissett too, and we all know how that turned out. Yeah. Excellent. Have- Excellent. And, and, and Jared Stidham. <laughs> yeah. There's value there, right? There's va- there's value. If you start throwing first round picks at me for my backup quarterbacks, then they're going to do it. I believe Kansas City did that for a particular quarterback, Matt Castle, as I well. So I don't, I don't remember that name. <laughs> so Belichick has, has uh, made a lot of success on pawning off his backups for a shit ton of draft picks. And, uh, I, man. The first domino fell, I guess, for Tom Brady retiring, but all that did was create another quarterback that we don't know how anybody's going to fill it. Serious question here. Seriously, like, this got me thinking. Uh, Niners sign, sign Jimmy G to a one-year deal and trade him for Derek Carr. Do you do it? If you're San Francisco with Shanahan, do you, do you take Derek Carr as your quarterback? How long am I signing him? <laughs> I, we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll, uh, listen. I mean, uh, Derek Carr, I believe, has, has two or three years left on his, his contract, right? The two or three years left. But you don't have to keep him for the two or three years, right? You just work it out where it's, again, you're, you're, you're basically like shuffling money around. Money that you would have given to Jimmy G, you're just you're basically just shuffling money around, we'll say. We'll, we'll say that, that they can keep him for just a year. We'll just, just a year to see, just the tip, just to see how it feels, right? Just, just one year to see if Derek Carr can push him over the top while uh, they reassess what they got with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy gets, gets healthy. What do you do? I don't hate it. I don't know that he's much better than Jimmy G. Maybe a slight, slight better than Jimmy G. But I put him, you know, when we always talk about these quarterback rankings. These guys are in that same little Kirk Cousins plethora of mediocrity. Um, he's a Band-Aid because I still think Brock Purdy's the guy. And they need a Band-Aid for that one year because Brock Purdy won't be the guy next year uh, while he rehabs from surgery. But Jimmy G, Derek Carr, I don't see much of a difference. What about you, Arch? Yeah, I don't see much of a difference either. Sure, go for it. Derek Carr, give it a shot. See what happens. Why not? It's a plug-and-play system, right? It's, apparently, everybody looks good in that system. Except Josh Johnson. Well, 
There's, there's limitations. <laughs> Everyone's got limits. <laughs> Where's Nick Mullins? We need him. Uh, all right. So I mean, that that was the that was the kind of the big news that that what a dick move, by the way. Uh, that that kind of uh, jumped over the big news that was yesterday, and the, the big news that was yesterday is that the Denver Broncos do have their new head coach, and that new head coach is Sean Payton. There's a lot of rumors that Sean Payton was not going to get hired in the cycle, but then apparently Denver was desperate for a coach. They wanted D'Amico Ryans. D'Amico Ryans, of course, signed with Houston instead on a six-year deal. We'll get to that in a minute. And so they were they were flailing. They had eight coaches that they looked at, and they even they even called Harbaugh once again to, to make sure that he he was absolutely sure he wasn't coming back to the end. They were fucking desperate. I don't think they wanted to hire Sean Payton, especially for having to fucking trade a, a first-round pick for him. But they did it. And so now here you go. Sean Payton is now your head coach of your Denver Broncos, the team that uh, what place are they going to come in in the AFC West Panther? Fifth. They'll be fifth. fifth. They'll be fifth in the AFC West. Last time I checked, yeah, there's four teams. They'll be fifth. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be a, there'll be a gap between the Raiders and the Broncos. And uh, then there'll be the Broncos will be fifth. Uh, this I almost feel like this is almost like a. <sighs> I don't know, a John Gruden situation where you've got a coach coming in and taking over a, a hamstrung team where he, there's no draft picks. You don't like the quarterback situation that you're stuck with for three years. They traded away their draft picks to get Russ. They traded away draft picks now t- to get uh, Sean Payton. Like, how do you make this team better? What in the hell is Sean Payton going to do with this current roster? And how are you going to make them better over the next three years that you're hamstrung with Russell Wilson? I, I think this is one of those situations where Sean Payton's legacy, which is kind of tied to Drew Brees, uh, could take a, a hit here because I just don't see how there's a winning formula in Denver over the next three years. It's a tough one. I, I I don't know. I think he's gonna make uh, Russ look a lot better than he has looked. That's for sure. He's uh hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, yeah. Low ceiling. <laughs> was he like the thirty? He was thirty first in completion percentage, twenty seventh in passer rating. And the Broncos' offense that ranked dead last in league scoring. So yeah, I'll, I'll plant my flag and say they're gonna look a lot better than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I I don't know how you're gonna fix all this. Um, what are the, what are the expectations in Denver? I wonder. Is it winning records? Oh, Super Bowl or bust? Well, then it's bust. Oh yeah, yeah. It's right now, right now. Yeah, right. I mean, Peyton, he did win one Super Bowl. So I, I always feel that when you've won one Super Bowl, you pretty much have a job if you want one. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I, I think that that's kind of the the mo around uh, the NFL is a guy who wins a Super Bowl. You know. For the rest of his career, could fucking come back. Like, listen, if Bill Cower said he wanted to come back, coach, coach, how many fucking teams would be fucking jizzing their pants all over fucking Bill Cower? I'm, I'm dead fucking serious, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Brian, if Brian Billick said, "Hey, I'm going to give it another shot," he would get a fucking job. Super Bowl coaches, they just have this fucking like aura around them, and some, you know, I'm always surprised even like Super Bowl losing coaches when they don't get another shot. Like Jim Fossil just fucking just disappeared. I mean, he's he's dead now, but you know, for a while he just disappeared. Like, no one wanted to talk to Jim Fossil. I was like, what the fuck? He dragged that fucking Giants team down. They got their asses handed to them in the fucking Super Bowl. But he dragged that Giants team to a fucking Super Bowl. You know, it's, it's it, Brian Dabble's getting fucking accolades for dragging that fucking Giants team to the goddamn playoffs. And this guy dragged that Giants team back to, <laughs> to the Super Bowl. And Jim Fossil didn't get another opportunity. But I think there's just this mystique around these fucking coaches. And I think it's kind of bullshit. I think Sean Payton overrated, in my opinion. 
I've, we had this oh. conversation a while ago, and you guys, you guys fought me on it. I'll find the episode. I'll find the episode when I said Sean Payton was overrated, and you guys fought me on it. Uh, no, it doesn't sound familiar, but I, I, I think he probably, there probably is a little over exaggeration of him being the reason for the Saints' success. Uh, we, we saw how mediocre they were when Drew Brees was injured or retired. Uh, they, they weren't as successful. It almost feels like it's the the Brady Belichick factor, right? It's together, Breeze and Peyton were very successful. Apart, maybe not so much. Uh, so this will be a, a true test to his legacy. But I, I agree with you, Max. I don't think this fares well in Denver. Yes, it's probably better than it was, but I don't see the Broncos as being even a playoff team, an eight-win team. Maybe well, not this year. We'll see what they can do with their roster over the next three years. But with no draft picks, I, I just don't know what they're going to do here, Arch. I haven't looked at the Raiders or the, the, the Broncos schedule. But eight wins. I think they could probably do it. I mean, I'm already counting two from Las Vegas already. Ah, man. Man, man, man. I'll give them a split. <laughs> I, listen, I, they always play Kansas City hard. They do. By the way, they always fucking play Kansas City hard. Um, so th- that's what happened in, in the AFC West. But Arch, you are optimistic about the Houston Texans, are you not? I think so. I think so. Well, they, they signed a coach, and you pointed out it's actually a long-term deal, which is good. They're thinking a little bit more long-term. They've got some draft picks coming in. Their salary cap is incredibly manageable right now. I think the future could be looking, for, uh, looking bright for the Texans, especially when you look at their, their competition. Draft a QB, or you know, do they try to bring in a, a oh, veteran QB? I don't know. Your boy looks good in spurts. Your boy mm-hmm. looks really good in spurts. I, I, listen, I like again. I like Davis Mills, and I think you put some some weapons around him. He, he could be a good quarterback. I don't know if he's the franchise quarterback down there. Uh, I would rather, if I'm them, probably if there's a great quarterback available, draft the quarterback and have him and Davis Davis Mills just you know in, in year one uh, figure out what you're going to do there, as opposed to bringing in someone you know. Unless it's like Lamar Jackson, I, I really, guys, I really keep saying that Lam, the Lamar Jackson factor is is one of those dominoes that that's a big fucking domino. Like uh, it seems like the the Ravens want him there. The Ravens have offered him a lot of money, and and uh, thank you, fucking Deshaun Watson, for fucking everything up for everyone because all the all the camp of of Lamar Jackson saying is like we want Deshaun Watson guaranteed money and. A, it won't happen again. I don't think so. B, my question: Should it happen? <laughs> you know, uh, it's 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 insane when you, especially a mobile quarterback, they're of you know an RG three hit hit away from their career being over. Well, it's not Lamar Jackson's fault. It's the Cleveland Browns, or uh, excuse me, Deshaun Watson's fault. It's the Cleveland Browns' fault because no, no agent, no quarterback is going to turn down that kind of money that's thrown at them. It's the the Browns created this threshold where the owners, all the owners, should have just absolutely thrown them under the bus at the league meetings. It does create quite a, a problem for Baltimore to sign Lamar Jackson. I suspect they probably will at least franchise him to buy themselves another year but you've got a looming cba coming that all these different parameters on how uh, quarterbacks can be treated what the salary cap's going to be and, and, and everything that's coming around in the next couple years so this is why they want to get paid now because you don't know what the cba is going to look like in a couple years and these guys want to get paid uh, a la sam bradford you know when he got paid and then didn't do shit after he got that big contract 
Um, oh, so you didn't do shit Lamar, before it either. Let's be honest. Well, that, that's also true. <laughs> that's also true. But you know, so from Lamar's point of view, yeah, I want to get paid because I don't know what's coming. I, and, and like Arch had mentioned before, Baltimore's built this team around Lamar Jackson. If they don't have Lamar Jackson, are they going with Tyler Huntley? Are they going to go draft another quarterback? Like I, I think they, at worst case scenario, they have to franchise them and buy themselves another year to try and negotiate. Um, but so I don't, I personally don't think he is a factor in this year's quarterback, you know, rotation. Um, and as far as Houston, I look at them as the next version of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think this is a team that has the ability to, they've got the coach, they've got the draft picks, go get a young quarterback, get young and get, give them the cohesiveness and build the locker room, build your leadership. And I think this, that particular division, Jacksonville and Houston could take over while Indianapolis and Tennessee are in full rebuild mode. I can totally see that happening. That sounds that sounds absolutely plausible to me. I don't know about you, Max. Yeah, it does sound. It absolutely sounds plausible. And I have one slight correction uh, for something you said, Panther. That is a Pro Bowl quarterback, Tyler Huntley. <laughs> Put some respect on that name. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if his agent got him a signing bonus for that. <laughs> I got to unbelievable. All right. Pro so, Bowl's yeah, a big, joke. Big day, you know. Tom Brady retired. Yay! Pour one out. Listen to our fucking episode uh, on that. Uh, yeah, a couple coaches, still a couple coaching vacancies out there. So we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Uh, and uh, yeah, right. There's there's one or two more coaching vacancies, I believe. Right? Where's everything filled now? No, I think that, that, there's there's got to be a couple. There's right? a couple still, right? Yeah. Where are we at? Where are we? No, now, now I'm now I'm wondering if, if that was the last one, because Carolina got theirs. Uh, let's see. T, 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 Car- t, Cardinals t. got theirs, right? Did the Cardinals get theirs? Are they maybe still the looking? Oh, maybe the Cardinals. So Cardinals, Colts are still looking. And Colts, yep. There you yeah, go. You got two, two okay. left. Yep. There you go. Well, almost filled up. Almost filled up. So uh, send your applications to Indianapolis, Jim Ursay. Uh, put some fucking pills in the in the envelope, and you might get the job. There, there you go. go. All right, and and for uh, uh, Arizona Panther, I think you have a shot because I think the criteria is you need to be shorter than their quarterback. I'm not a gamer, though. I don't play video games, so I don't know if that <laughs> would hurt or help or what. I I'd be all about it because I love the desert and they've got casinos in Phoenix. So sign me up. <laughs> All right, enough about this yeah. shit. Let's talk about the book club. The book club is a private Discord server where we talk about sports gambling. Only a couple of days away from NASCAR, uh, first race of the season, and you can get access to what these knuckleheads have to say before they say it on Sportsline. If you go to thedegens.net or everyonehateswens.com, sign up now for three free days. And my math is right. Today's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you get just in time for you to get some really good inside scoops on NASCAR to make those bets. But if you like it, hey, it's twenty five dollars a month. After that, uh, you can follow those picks. You can follow CSGO picks. You can follow fucking darts picks. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of stuff going on around here. Baseball's gonna pick up any fucking day now, right? Pitchers and catchers, I think, in a couple weeks. Oh boy, gonna be fun. And you can have that fun if you book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. 
maybe even a little mad? If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, speaking of things that are fun or not, NBA. Uh, guys, like, uh, I mean, um, no. No, can we just not? Can we just end the show right now? Um, All these games, I got one bet. I got one bet, too. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm scared. I got four. Okay, well, it's going to be the, the Pan- Panther fucking half hour uh, bonanza then because we're a quarter, half, half a half hour. It was a quarter hour, quarter hour. You can have a quarter of an hour. All I'm talking about is Washington and Detroit. Uh, Wizards, they've won six games in a row, including four straight on the road. Uh, I mean, does give me some apprehension. You know, I hate betting a team in game number five of a road trip. But they're matching up against a Pistons team that has only three wins the past month. <laughs> Washington <laughs> seems to have found their groove. Uh, they're healthy. Uh, with Beal and Porzingis out there, they, they seem to have something going on. And as long as these guys don't get hurt, I mean, they only sit four games back of the heat in their division. I think these guys got a chance of jumping up and, and taking that division from Miami, making the playoffs this year if they stay healthy. I know it's a big if with Porzingis, but I, I like what I'm seeing from this duo out there and throw Kyle Kuzma into the mix. Not bad. Not a bad team. And I think on the road today, uh, five and a half was five and a half still something like that. Yep. You can get five and a half or five and a half, yeah. six if you need it. No, 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 no. no. I'll, I'll, uh, okay. Five and a half okay. because I'm going to bet $10 on Washington. Yeah, I completely agree. The Wizards are red hot. They're winning on the road, which seems to be one of the more difficult things in the league is teams finding ways to to win on the road. And I mean, I just don't even know if there's a team or a situation or enough points where I really will bet on the Pistons. I hate the Pistons. They, I hope they win the lottery and they get that that French kid because they need something to really help that help that damn roster. Uh, I'll lay the five and a half and put ten bucks on the bullets. Yeah, I'm leaning that way with you guys. I mean, I've got Washington winning the game handily, but uh, you know, covering most ish of the time. So just a lean, no kiss of death. Panther. 
that, that was that was just it. We're gonna move yeah, well, on to yeah, yeah. Like no, I, I couldn't find the mute button, and and oh, I, was I, was just, like, I was like, Archer already said your names. So I wasn't gonna do. Yeah, that was the only game I'm betting on. Yeah, like, I, I kind of called it. So. Uh, I was just waiting on the transition there. Let's go look at Portland on the road going against Memphis. Memphis looks like they're finally healthy going against a Portland team that has struggled all season on the road. Five and a half almost feels like it might be a little bit of a trappish number, but I don't care. I'll take the grizzle anyway. Ten bucks on Memphis. Um, yeah. Listen, uh, I don't, I don't, don't like this one. I think Portland probably is the play. Uh, getting those points. Yeah, uh, you know, Memphis has not been as fucking good of a team as they were for a good stretch. I, I can't really put my finger on like what happened there. Um. Like maybe it's ever since fucking uh, Shannon Sharp got in, in, in it with uh, John Moran's dad on the fucking side of, side of the court. You know, maybe that was it. Maybe John Moran's just worried that Shannon Sharp's coming for him. I mean, there's plenty of NFL players that thought that were worried about Shannon Sharp coming for them when he was on the field. So I, I don't know. I like Portland here getting those points, but couldn't couldn't get onto a side. I'm with you, Panther. I'm jumping on this. This is the one play I like. Memphis Grizzlies minus five and a half. I think they win. I think they cover this one. I don't even know why it likes this game so much above all others. It's got to be a trap. It's a stink. Uh, next game up, Sacramento's hitting the road going to San Antonio. Not only San Antonio been losing, but they've been losing in pretty grand fashion. Sacramento's a decent enough team on the road, but God, the Spurs are just so bad. I think that Sacramento can cover the seven and a half. Maybe Arch can get me get rid of that hook, but I'll take the Kings for ten bucks. Well, same thing for me. It's a tad bit too many points here for Sacramento. They've cooled off a bit. They remember they were they were one of the best teams in basketball for a stretch of period of time, and and you know like all good things, you know they they come to an end, and they've cooled off a bit. Uh, heading to San Antonio, yeah, they're absolutely capable of getting their asses handed to them. Absolutely capable of losing. They've what lost six in a row, I believe. So uh, yeah, I, I think I think San Antonio probably loses, but with the seven and a half, eh, I'll lean them. Yeah, I guess I'll lean Sacramento with you. The seven and a half, it's close. Uh, I, I've got them, you know, obviously blowing them out, but then it gets to seven and a half and it gets a little weird. So just a lean on Sacramento. Last game up, Atlanta's on the road going against Phoenix. We thought Atlanta had started to turn the corner, but here we are. They've lost four out of their last five and hasn't been looking that good. Phoenix, not healthy, but it just seems to be that Chris Paul is the difference maker. They have their floor general, and they're playing so much better, particularly at home. The Suns are so good at home. Uh, so I like Phoenix minus the one and a half for 10 bucks. Yeah, uh, it's hard, hard to argue, right? I mean, uh, you know, the, it's, it's bizarre. You wouldn't think that Chris Paul at his fucking advanced stage would be making such a difference in, to the Suns. Devin Booker was the main fucking guy there. But even without DeAndre Ayton at times, I mean, Ayton's back in the lineup today, but even without DeAndre Ayton, they are winning fucking games. And, and yeah, them at home, uh, much, much better, especially recently. Uh, Atlanta, not a good road team, that's for fucking sure. And just in general, like, they, they seem to just... Yeah, you're right. They had like that stretch of like four or five games like, oh, Atlanta's back. And now, no, they're not. Um, still, I don't know. I'm going to lean the Hawks here. Something seems off on this one. It does smell weird, doesn't it? I'm leaning the Hawks with you as well, but I don't want a piece of this game. <laughs> Fuck the NBA sucks today. Uh, NBA sucks and hockey sucks worse. That's all I got for the NBA. And that was all you had, right, Arch? That's it. Just the one. To the ice, Max. I got nothing. What do you got? Wow. <laughs> I decided pre-show I was going to do it. I kept him hawing around it. But 
Carolina eked out that victory for me last night. That's their third overtime game in their last four games. Now they're going back-to-back on the road to Buffalo. The line is moving uh, in the wrong direction if you want to look at the hurricane. So I'm going to take that plus line and take a little bit of a flyer, but I feel like I'm on the right side. I'll put 10 bucks on those Sabres. Yeah, listen, uh, my my numbers say that Carolina should win this one, and I, I definitely can't get to the implied probability. I, I like Buffalo uh, a lot recently, especially when they're getting plus lines. They're at home with this plus line, Carolina on the back-to-back. I think you're on the right side here with, with the Sabres, but uh, yeah, no play for me on this one, and you know, no play Ooh. for me on the other one either. Ooh. That was the only one I got. What are you leaning in this one, Boston, Toronto. Uh, I'll lean Boston in that one, but same, same thing. Boston's cooled off a little bit. Uh, Toronto's not a bad team, especially at home, and you know, getting a plus line there is tempting. Uh, with with Maple Leafs, I do think Boston wins it though. I just, I couldn't get to the implied probability on either of these fucking games, so I just, it's weird. It's right before the All Star game. I'm, I'm really cold right now in my hockey, by the way. So you know, I've, uh, I'm just gonna bow out probably uh, until after the All Star break because I think there's no hockey tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. I, was I, think, I think we're done. Yeah, I was. I was leaning Boston too, just because I was going to employ uh, Sex Panthers three and out because there's no way they're going to lose six. <laughs> they're not going to lose six in a row. So let's start now. <laughs> there you go. Any comments to speak of on this lazy Wednesday? Not really. Uh, Ramon likes the Sabers, and uh, Ramon's also saying it's a nutbuster. Talking about the, uh, the 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 hiring of one Sean Payton. As long as you're above the Raiders, I think you will be above the Raiders, Ramon. <laughs> what do we talk about today we talked about tom brady retired again hopefully that's it i think he's done he's done done if you watch the video he uh he kind of joked yeah, about it just yeah, a little done. bit too yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, talked about the head coaching carousel it's almost done there's only two stops left it's gonna be interesting to see who the fucking colts get and of course we talked about uh basketball a little bit and hockey almost not at all max that's it that is it. Listen to me with our picture picks. Anyways, picks over on Twitter. Betting absolutely no matter where you lose. Please, highest rank, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I only bet one thing today, so there you go. The Washington Bullets, minus five and a half. I already wrote it down. Max has got Washington, <laughs> minus five and a half. Arch has Memphis, yep. minus five and a half. So I'll take the Phoenix Suns, minus one and a half. It's Chalk City for the parlay, but uh, I think we actually have a chance to skip February. Started off good. We got the Grizzle, the Bullets. And the Suns, that's your DJ and Parlay for the day. We're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter, but mostly exclusively, it's right here in the book club. I'm telling you guys, it's a great time to join the book club. It's the first of the month. Put your $25 in. Once you get in, you're not going to want to leave because it's not just us three. Matter of fact, it's almost never us three. It is so busy in there. Guys talking, betting, everything under the sun, shit you didn't even know you could bet on. So join us in there. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.